0: Ma Coco? Aye! For
1: Moi, it's a new beginning. With honor and deep respect, we're moving forward. We're ready to get people back to work. We all have to do our part, and we'll make this happen. Working together. We're ready. Ready to work. All ready. Ready. Ready! We are ready.
0: For more information, visit macocomoe.com. Soriano, man, he is like super mad because he also wrote, produced, and directed this film, which showcases unity through the sport of boxing. We can't wait to learn more about it. Let's welcome Chris Soriano to the Mothership Podcast. Thanks for being here, Chris. Welcome, Chris. Hey, Thanks so much.
2: This is yeah. going to be fun. I appreciate you having me here on your show.
0: Yeah, Chris. Okay, so we're cre- really curious to learn more about you. If you can tell uh, everybody listening and watching right now, so what? Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your upbringing, and how you became inspired to do this particular film.
2: Yes, um, I'm a filmmaker, and uh, I'm a pretty resourceful one because you know I do the writing, the directing, the acting. You know, <laughs> and uh, you know I've always been fascinated with film. I've always loved uh, you know watching movies as a kid. So I said. Uh, you know one day in the future maybe I get to direct or write well the pandemic hit so many things happened and I took my first chance um, raising awareness of you know th- this hate crime that I saw and I turned that into a movie and so that really you know spearheaded me to where we are here today just two years later um, in my first movie and now with Manny Pacquiao so it's, it's been a huge blessing
0: so wait, where did you go to school? Did you study uh film and, and writing for
2: film? Uh, I didn't. I wish I did, you know, but you know, my my family's very, you know, conservative. They said, no, you can't do that. You're gonna be a nurse. And I studied <laughs> to <be> a nurse. <laughs> so, you know, I was a certified nursing assistant. I couldn't even get to the nursing, you know, level. And then I said, you know, this isn't for me. Um, so uh, I, I never went to school for it, but I, I had a passion for it. And you know, when it's just burning in your heart. One day it'll connect you to it.
0: Gosh, uh, it must have taken a lot of of work, um, to get to this point, right? And 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 how did you get Manny Pacquiao's attention?
2: Oh, great question. It's a it's a crazy story, but long story short, I went on Instagram, I DM'd him our trailer. I said, you know, with 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 your platform, everything you've done, we could really raise awareness of this movie. And th- he responded, and it was like, what? You know, out of the thousands of messages he gets, did I hit the Instagram lottery? I don't know, but, you know, it really worked out. And we had conversations. He invited me to his house in L.A. It, it felt like wow. going into my family's house. It was like, I smelled the adobo, the-, <laughs> the lumpia, you know, all the yeah. good food. And, um, you know, he really, it was like hanging out with my cousin. You know, we sat down and we just, you know, talked about uh, uh, this this mission of of this movie.
0: It sounds like it's a passion that you both share then, this, this awareness. I mean, it, it, and it was very concerning. Um, of course we're, we're here in Hawaii. Um, we, I don't know guys, Noli and Brooke, would you say that we, I don't, I don't want to say
1: that we're immune to it, but you know what I'm saying, guys? No, I think I'm- we have a different take on it here in Hawaii, just because we are a, a land of, uh, you know, a melting pot and most of, um, the people who are from here or uh came here are from the plantation days which were a lot of the chinese the japanese and the filipinos so it's like different yeah brooke like vibes. yeah i i for sure think that we're super fortunate to be maybe not immune but like more insulated i think than a lot of places because of our upbringing and because it's so diverse here and you know like my kids have 11 different ethnicities right that's that's just like how how you make fun of that right so <laughs> I just think we're super fortunate here so I'm, I'm but you know we're not immune but we're insulated so I think um it's good to talk about this too because I you know I want our kids and people growing up here to be aware of it and make sure that we understand the issues and um, know it's real right yeah I mean but we might not see it every day
0: here but we're definitely aware of it because i think we have family members you know Mm -hmm. on the mainland or in california like where you're your base chris you're in san diego is that where you are
2: yes i'm in san diego now but when we created this film i was in la and so there was a lot of like hate crimes happening there and in new york who my co-star miguel who plays my coach uh you know tall you know buff guy and he's like telling me what's happening out there so for us, you know, I'm I'm Asian American. He's, you know, Black American. That unity together on camera is just, you know, it was a pretty cool uh, uh, vision.
0: I mean, can you bring us up to date with, um, I guess, what what is happening out there? Is it still happening? And is it as rampant, or has there been more awareness? That's, you know, something has been done to make sure that we prevent these types of incidents from happening.
2: Yes, right. Like right after that um, anti-Asian hate bill came out, uh, that's when I I started to notice that uh, more of these cases uh, started to go down. But um, I'm part of certain blogs and Instagrams where they'll they'll show when someone's life is threatened due to a hate crime. And um, I I still see it. And um, it's just but uh, I hope that it it, it starts to lessen more. But um, you never know when these things will happen.
0: Right. Okay. And now that you have the backing of Manny Pacquiao, I mean, he's obviously helped spread the message and also promoted the film. I, I, I mean, I saw an interview that he did. Um, was it the with the LA local news station over there?
2: Yes. Yes, he did the interview there um, because he he released that statement. You know, fight me instead, uh, because he was seeing so many of these hate crimes, and um, that's you know. Uh, a pretty bold statement coming from a boxer right and and so um but it 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 got the attention of a lot of people and and it helped us too
0: all right so chris um break it down for us about you know give us a little synopsis of what uh, we can expect as we head to the theaters um first of all this is going to be coming out the beginning of december sometime around there
2: Yep, December 2nd. And, you know, this film is uh, about a, a young uh, aspiring boxer who witnesses a hate crime for the first time, you know, old man getting bullied. And so he steps in and he, you know, tries to, you know, mitigate or, you know, lessen what's happening. But then, you know, he gets into a fight himself. And that goes viral on YouTube. And, you know, from there, he realizes that this may maybe his chance to get in the ring with some of the best boxers. And so, his uh, mentor, Coach Green, takes him on a journey through the streets of L.A. to toughen him up to get ready for that fight in the ring. Mm,
0: okay. And of course, that person is you, right? <laughs>
2: <That's>, <laughs> exactly. So did,
0: so did you have to learn boxing techniques and, and, and maybe like study it? I, did you have to kind of bulk up or get in shape yourself?
2: Yes, I did, and I had to learn how to the box. I went into the gym like every single day, uh, working with the professional boxing trainers there who work with Canelo Alvarez, like the world, the best world champion Mm -hmm. currently right now. So um, uh, it was just a a real privilege to really get that guidance, and and serendipitous for me because I didn't know that the champ, you know, was training with this family. So it's just the boxing gym down the street, and and it was just you know how these little parts fall into place, and so you know the, the the task was to look move react like a boxer and um you know that's easy to say but when you're training sweating going up hills and suffering it's not as fun anymore so um but you know it, it was it was a a challenge to to really you know shred down and and train and even fight get punched in the face like in the <laughs> ring you know you it, it's different there was a there was a time where i wanted to tap out i was like Oh, coach i'm done i'm done <laughs> like oh you wanted this stay in the ring and i'm like what's going on you know so it's like it, it, when you take it to that level you get what you're asking for
0: mm. uh, how different would you say that the real chris soriano is from the main character did you really have to change you know the way that you are into a whole different person
2: yes uh, i had to cuz you know i'm i'm more upbeat happy and you know this character had to be a bit more serious a bit younger and um you know uh those internal struggles of growing up as a young teen or a early college student and then seeing something reacting, fighting like now, if if somebody try to you know fight me on the street, of course, I'm be like yo yo chill, Let, let's talk about this. you know, I'm not just gonna go swing right away. but you know, um, in Zeus's character, he's a boxer, so you know, he reacts, responds. So yes, there was a bit of a difference on 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 getting into character and and also it was it was helpful because I wrote it. And, um, you know, it's different directing and and then somebody punches you in the ribs. You have to act like it doesn't hurt so you can <laughs> have the composure of the team and then get back into it, you know? So um, that happened quite a bit.
0: Wow, okay. I I feel like there's a, a momentum with, you know, Asian American films. I mean, we had, you know, Joe Coy's uh, mm. debut of Easter Sunday and, mm-hmm. and that, you know, featured the Filipino culture. Is, is there a little bit of that uh, that's gonna happen with this movie a little bit of culture or, or does your main character also come from a Filipino background and can you talk more about that?
2: Absolutely and yes there is a lot of culture I put in you know <laughs> from you know the the funny things that uh, boxers Filipino boxers would eat to strengthen them like below it hmm. to even you know <laughs> trying to uh, figure out you know uh, the mental state of uh, toxic, family relationships when they're saying you know you can't be a boxer you know well, it, just be a nurse or you know all these little <laughs> things you know so uh, I included all that but it you know it doesn't end sour it ends in a lovingly way um uh so so we can see you know uh the relationships from from everyone
1: is is this a family-friendly movie would you say or is it more like uh for mature audiences for
2: I, it's listeners. pg-13 so okay. uh, you know a little a little bit of uh, curse words here, but uh nothing too crazy and uh you know no need for the
1: kids. No <laughs> yeah, nudity. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: there you go. So
0: all right. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. It, it was it do you think it's it's hard in general to to break through um just because it's kind of an Asian American production and there's not you're kind of outnumbered in Hong Kong? Yeah.
2: Being uh, since we're not backed by the big Hollywood system, we had to do everything ourselves. So uh, it felt a bit discouraging because you know uh, I was like I, I've never done this, especially with the team that I, I worked with. A lot of them were like, "All right, uh, is this your? How many films have you done?" I'm like, "None." All right, uh, how many films you acted in? None. So it was <laughs> like you know who's this guy? Why are we here? But you know what I did was I found a lot of people that were like unemployed because of the pandemic, and you know they, they it was at a time where it was, you know, confusing to go out there and film. Uh, if you filmed, it was like stay-at-home lockdown orders, and you know, we had to do everything to make sure nobody got COVID and nobody did. And so we all took that risk. And when I met new team members, because it's like a village when you make a film, it's like at least 30, 40 people. And, you know, I-, I heard even on set, like, man, who's this guy? This guy never make a movie in his life. Why are we here? You know? But you know, I took that as in, you know, all right that's a challenge let's let's show these people this is how we make movies um we'll figure it out as we go along um and and i i figured it out every step of the way
0: so did manny help fund or i mean i mean where did you get the funding or because that that's a big part in getting this to become a reality
2: Right, and and what I did was I was very resourceful. We used a lot of locations that were donated to us, the gym, whatever I could get that that builds value, as well as you know different family or friends that wanted to invest, um, as well as different um, sponsors. I found out that there was a boxing glove company that said they wanted to be in the movie, uh, and I said, okay, cool, and, and and I learned how to negotiate my first sponsorship in uh, putting his gloves. RDX beautiful company um, and they're out in Pakistan so here I am negotiating deals figuring this out and and you know getting everything donated to make this such a, a beautiful film.
0: Chris how old are you?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I'm 33 so wow. uh, you know I had to you know uh, figure this out at 33 so it's never too late or too young to begin mm-hmm. an endeavor.
0: So Chris, what would you call yourself then I mean I mean, actor you know producer writer on what what do you go by? What is your aspiration right now? I mean.
2: uh, I've always been inspired by other filmmakers, like from Tyler Perry to even um, uh, Orson Welles, who's one of the most legendary filmmakers. So uh, I, I just go by filmmaker. And, you know, the reason why I do so many hats is because, you know, we're not at that state where we have like a hundred million dollar budget. You know, you just got to make do with what you have. And, you um, when I found out that there are other directors out there, like Justin Chan, who, who did Blue Bayou, and all these, you know, there's people that, that juggle different hats. And I said, okay, uh, it's kind of fun. If, if I can't get a job as a director, maybe I'll be an actor. If I can be an actor, I'll be a screenwriter. So, yeah.
0: I feel like this is kind of um, just <coughs> the beginning for you into other projects as well. And I mean, you probably already are in the process of creating something else.
2: Yes, right. We just finished uh, a recent film that's debuting next month. So we've got like two movies coming out. I filmed another movie in the pandemic called The Wedding Hustler um, because in the pandemic, I was putting on a wedding for my wife and I, and we got married in the middle of the pandemic. And so I said, wouldn't it be crazy if I wrote this into a movie, which I did. And so that's called The Wedding Hustler, and that comes out. And also in January, we're filming a Navy movie called The Master Chief. It's about like Filipinos in the Navy and how they were bullied and how they banded together uh, to rise in rank. And so uh, we're filming that in Singapore as well as here. So uh, three movies in two years, not that bad.
0: Chris, where do you get your, uh, you know, all this determination and motivation from? Is it from your parents and Also, um, you know, I know you spoke earlier about, you know, the hate crimes and and your reason for uh, doing the Almighty Zeus movie, but um, it seems like there's an underlying theme with, you know, the movies that you are producing uh, in the future. There's a passion to share more of your your Filipino culture. So where does all this come from?
2: Oh, such a great question, because it it does come from, you know, seeing my mother work so hard. I mean, she worked two jobs for like 20 years and my father's in the Navy. So he was always deployed, you know, always on the ship. And so like, whenever I'd see them work so hard, even when I would have fun as a kid, I'd be like, I shouldn't be having fun. Like my mom's out there, you know, working super hard, you know, and um, that just really, you know, developed within me as I, as I got older, you know? Um, And so till this day, it's like, I'll be at like a good function. And I'll even have that flashback of like seeing my mother, Like she was never at home. She was always at work. And so that work ethic really uh, rubbed off on me. And now uh, that's probably why I work so hard.
0: Wow. Is it safe to say, uh, Noli, maybe you could answer this and Chris too, but is it safe to say that now with the newer generation, uh, Filipino, younger Filipino parents are more understanding and they give their kids more, more leeway and, 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 you know, they're not as like strict as telling them they have to be a certain uh, you know have a certain career you know what I'm saying are they more understandable these days or is it just a Filipino
1: thing all through and through I don't know about you Chris but like me born and raised in America and in Hawaii I have a little bit more leniency towards the uh, Asian American ways so but I can definitely see where what would you call our generation that comes after the, the immigrant generation, Chris? Is it like the
2: is that the second? No, we're so after the immigrants because first be generation, yeah, like I'm a first because first came to America. Parents were born in the Philippines, so right after that, a second. I have I, I, I didn't need to double check that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm same with you. So that's why I'm like I I I'm I'm really understanding where your storylines are coming from, and I feel like, especially the people in Hawaii. Will really gravitate towards this story not only because it's Filipino American, but just also just the immigration part of it, and and the families just uh, trying to make better for their for their um, next generations, like like your mom and your and your dad did for you, and especially you know in the military, you know a, a lot of them um, who immigrated helped, you know they wanted to show loyalty to the American government, even though they were first generation immigrants. Right. It's like your father's in the Navy. You have a lot of um, Titos who joined the Navy because you know that was a thing to do and it was showed the loyalty and then uh, established them here. But um super excited for your stuff for your stories to come out. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Yes. And like you said, yeah, all those Filipinos come to America, you know, the Titos growing up and just yeah, we all were raised in unique ways and um, you know, we all have a, a unique calling, and so. Um, I didn't get to make movies until like two years ago. So that I was 31. I'm 33 now. So uh, I just, yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, maybe it'll happen, maybe it'll happen. And when the pandemic happened, I was like, I'm going to make this happen now, you know, so uh, that's how it kind of came together.
0: I'm surprised you didn't say that there was a karaoke scene in this movie or something. (laughs) I mean, I thought that's a Filipino thing too, right? I mean. (laughs) The Asian thing, (laughs) I think. (laughs) next Okay, Chris, in the meantime, while we're waiting for your movie to come out, where can we learn more about it or or even follow you and your progress and and future projects?
2: Sure. You could check uh, out chrissoriano.com for our projects or zeusthemovie.com to see when the movie is out December 2nd. And uh, I hope you really enjoy it and get moved by it and realize that you could pursue your passions and endeavors no matter you know what season or what time it is in your life.
0: All right, guys, that includes being shown here in Hawaii, um, across the U.S., and and even in the Philippines. Is
2: that right? Oh, we're working toward doing a big premiere in the Philippines
0: right on right on guys all right so take it from chris soriano or face manny pacquiao i don't know either way you want to have it <laughs> thanks so much chris for joining us tonight and everybody else go see all my Zeus. it's it's coming out in december so go check it out thanks so much chris for joining us tonight
1: Aloha. Thank, you. thank you chris thank you take care yes we gonna break